0: Hi, I'm Eric Foss, and the story of Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War featured a number of deleted scenes that prove that when you want to do a plot about a jack-purple space conqueror collecting rainbow gems to snap half of everyone into dust, and a group of freaks using inconsistent time travel logic to reverse it, you only whittle your plot down to that by starting with even crazier, darker, unfilmable crap. But, you know, the kind of crap that lives on as fascinating cutting room floor footnotes that fulfills the fanfiction cravings of the dreamers. Recently at Comic-Con, the screenwriter of Infinity War and Endgame, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, spoke at what I considered one of the most interesting and revelatory panels of the whole conference, opening up about things like an alternate ending where Thanos decapped Cap, go watch that video, and the deleted scene that I'm gonna talk about here, the mysterious planned but removed cameo by the Living Tribunal, and a haunting Thanos trial sequence that would echo in the nightmares of millions. I'm gonna break down what we learned, and spoiler warning in case I spoil the version of these movies, in your head, or if you've been saving the transcript of this Marcus McFeely panel to experience it in your own time, you weirdo. Okay, last year after the release of Avengers Infinity War, the filmmakers hinted that there was actually going to be a cameo from the Living Tribunal in the movie during the battle against Thanos on Titan. Now, they didn't go into further detail, but the Living Tribunal is the ultimate judge of the Marvel multiverse. It's got a giant naked golden body and a four-sided head that pivots, pivots! Its first three faces represent equity, vengeance, and necessity, and the fourth is a void, with the Tribunal claiming that the cosmic entity of the Stranger once existed as part of it. Yeah, bullshit. You know, a second ago there was some really weird porn on that fourth face. It was a void! It was a void! Anyway, the Living Tribunal is mostly associated with the Doctor Strange comics, but the entity makes a key appearance in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline that Infinity War and Endgame were adapted from. After Thanos snaps and breaks everything, the other cosmic entities like Galactus appeal to the Living Tribunal to render judgment on Thanos' crimes, and the Living Tribunal ultimately decrees that Thanos did nothing wrong. That's right, one of those. Its verdict is that Thanos' conquest of the Infinity Gems and his actions adhered to the laws of nature and survival of the fittest, and therefore Thanos is not guilty. But according to the Infinity War and Endgame screenwriters, their Living Tribunal scene was going to go down quite differently. And so we stuck the Living Tribunal in the movie. As Thanos and Doctor Strange came to blows, Doctor Strange blew Thanos' mind and sent him through the mindscape. So they're referring to the battle on Titan in Infinity War when Thanos and Doctor Strange engage in their wizard duel. In the final cut of the movie, their duel is a volley of cool moves. A mirror dimension attack, turning into a black hole attack, turning into butterflies. You remember, it was awesome. But, concept art from the film suggested that this battle was going to be way trippier. Strange was, as the writers confirmed, going to tap Thanos' forehead and blast him through the multiverse, just as the Ancient One had done to him in Kamar-Taj. This battle was going to be insane, with the two of them continuing to duke it out on a variety of interdimensional acid trip surfaces. But, as the writers continue to explain, this trip was originally going to go to much darker depths. The idea is that he's zipping through the universe, being presented with all of his many, many crimes. Bodies are being thrown at him, he lands, things turn into bodies, hands are grasping at him, it's really grim. At the end, he gets dumped in front of the living tribunal, who judges him guilty. Guilty! Whoa! So think about this. One by one, all of Thanos' victims were going to present themselves as witnesses at his trial. Kind of like a survival final tribal council or the finale of Seinfeld. But here, we're talking millions of victims Gamora, Loki, Heimdall, half the Asgardians, half of Gamora's stupid Zehubereans, assuming millions on Xandar, also Thor's pride. All of these victims rising from the grave to pull Thanos deeper. If you think about it, Strange might have been pulling inspiration from his own multiverse trip where millions of hands sprouted all around him and pulled him down, feeling so good, but really reflecting Strange's naive fixation with mending his broken hands. Here, the hands would also probably serve as metaphors for Thanos' victims. This also would probably have looked a bit similar to the Priori Incantatum moment in Harry Potter, in which Voldemort's past victims were reincarnated as shadows to haunt him during that wizard duel. But it's interesting that these screenwriters would have the Living Tribunal judge Thanos as guilty when in the comics he's found not guilty. A not guilty verdict would result in an interesting twist as it does in the comics. Thanos would be released from Strange's mindscape spell, and Strange would fail, and it would force him to fall back on his final contingency plan. But since they intended for the Living Tribunal finding him guilty, it forces me to wonder whether this Living Tribunal in this deleted sequence was legit. Because if Thanos was found guilty, wouldn't that just be the end of the story? Unless the sentence was like a couple weeks of community service, picking up trash on Sakaar? Perhaps Strange's spell was just a projection of a trial, a projection of the Living Tribunal, designed by Strange just to weaken Thanos. This would be similar to the illusion montage of Mysterio that we just saw in Spider-Man Far From Home, in which the illusionist terrorized his combatant with the haunting visuals and memories of the deceased, in that case Tony Stark and the other fallen Avengers from Endgame. In both Far From Home and in Infinity War, the recipient of this mindfuck was technically the hero of that story. But whatever this was, the screenwriters explained why they removed this sequence from Infinity War. When you introduce the idea of the Living Tribunal, it does open up a whole new era. Like, I don't know if my grandmother would understand it. Also, if that guy exists, why is Thanos a problem? Smack him around a little bit. Yeah, so it came down to a matter of audience alienation and stakes. Like, a giant multi-faced god judge is a pretty nuts thing to throw at the audience, but yeah, it's also a big leap to establish a universal judge that any character could just appeal to, or like pray to, to intervene in whatever battle they were engaged in. It takes the pressure off the Avengers and Thanos to settle this conflict themselves. It's always better and more interesting if they settle it. I mean hopefully one day the MCU will go, because comics, enough that audiences will accept the existence of higher powers that can intervene in deus ex machina kind of ways. Kind of like grandparents yelling down to the basement, I don't care if he broke your nebula toy, he's your brother, now give him a hug. Yeah, in my fantasies this one above all is Stan Lee and he always will be. Do you think this Thanos trial and Living Tribunal cameo should have been kept in Infinity War? Should they have moved it over to Endgame? Should they have still shot it and rendered all the effects to perfection just so that we could see it in like a Blu-ray deleted scene? Yes, right? Yes. Comment down below with your thoughts, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at EA Boss, and subscribe to New Rockstars for breakdowns and theories about everything Marvel. Thank you for joining me, and let's all think about what The Living Tribunal's genitalia would look like. Would it be four sides? Would it, Would it be anything? Who knows?